0: Welcome back to another episode of Sports and Stuff. I'm your host, Andy, or sissy. We got Steve Barry back in the house. Steve, how you doing? Good, man. Good being with you. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty uh, exciting Super Bowl we just had. Um, <clears throat> so we'll talk a little bit about that. And the show going forward is going to look a little different, at least when we come out with episodes now. It's been nice to have you as much as possible With baseball starting up here, high school baseball on Monday, I think the goal going forward after this episode is probably doing one on Sunday and getting it out on Monday for the audience. So hopefully we'll have you from time to time. I know things are going to be crazy this time of year until the summer. So we just wanted to get one more out for the audience. But before we get going, I was at Giant Eagle the other day and... I just wanted a chocolate chip cookie. Now, explain to me something. Why, if you have a bakery, what's the most popular cookie out there, would you say?
1: I'd say chocolate chip is probably the...
0: Th- that's what I thought, too. So I go to the bakery, and they have all kinds of cookies out. Now, it was Super Bowl Sunday, so they had <clears throat> icing you know, cookies and you know Super Bowl cookies, and that's fine. There wasn't any chocolate chip cookies, though. So I go, excuse me, and I flag somebody over, and I go, do you guys have any, like, chocolate chip cookies in the back? She goes, oh, what, what you see is what we have. Now, tell me something. Is there something more overrated than sprinkles?
1: I don't, eat, I don't know what I eat sprinkles on. I don't eat it on ice cream. I don't eat it on cookies. I don't eat it on cupcakes. I don't put it on donuts.
0: So, yeah, and that's where I'm coming from. So we got all these cookies, some with icing, and we got sprinkles, and – then, you know, the small, I don't even know what it's called. You know, like the real, real fine, like sprinkle-ish things. Like, it was like some
1: sort of sugar. or
0: like Yeah, just the, like for color. Like that stuff is ridiculous. I don't need any of that stuff. And, but I can't get a chocolate chip cookie. Where do you come off on that?
1: Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. Now, I'd like you to expand your cookie game. I mean, snickerdoodles out there, sugar with icing. There's a whole lot of options. I don't,
0: I'm not too interested in snickerdoodles. Now, I, I love sugar cookies. Now, if you go to Insomnia Cookies. Big fan. Huge fan. And just give me their sugar cookie. I don't need any icing on it. And I know we differ a little bit on this. I'm just as good, if not better, with no icing on that cookie than with the icing. But if you're giving me icing, like you bring the big cookie the other day to the Super Bowl party, it's okay. I don't even want the piece with icing on it. That's just... That icing is not homemade. It's, it's just that typical icing that's on a birthday cake that I, I'm not even a fan of. I'm with you. I mean, so if, if we're going icing, I want it to be really good. But the bottom line is, Giant Eagle Baker, you got to do better. I need a chocolate chip cookie option on the table at all times.
1: I can't believe that there, Yeah, that there's not <coughs> just the ability to go to the bakery and get a chocolate chip cookie.
0: It's really surprising.
1: I don't know if you can name another place like that. You can't say, "Oh, I went to," I hit uh, crumble cookie for the first time probably six weeks ago. I'll be, you know me. It was a little too involved for me, but yeah, for sure, even for with the changing kinds of cookies on a daily basis or weekly basis, whatever, you could still get. I still got a chocolate chip
0: cookie. Well, there's always going to be that milk chocolate cookie, which I can I'm always, a huge fan of. I can get of. it there. I don't know. Yeah, now Jenny will tell you that dark chocolate's better. We all know yeah. that isn't true, but the milk chocolate chip cookie is absolutely fantastic. And, and now I knew you're not into the gimmicks at all. So you, you at crumble cookie on the? You don't like the fried ice cream cookie, for example?
1: Come on. Are you- <laughs> Are you trying to get Masenko fired up right now about fried ice cream? <laughs> don't tell me you, you don't like fried ice
0: cream in general. I absolutely do not like fried you ice cream. You might be right. the biggest fool. Are you just joking with the guy? <laughs> no. oh I don't
1: God. I don't get what the allure about this fried ice cream is. It's ice cream and I'm missing I'm I'm mixing <laughs> cornflakes in there. I mean, what's going
0: on? Man, I hate cinnamon sugar and and, and ice cream—it's a weird yeah, mixture
1: of, to me, like just a weird flavor that you're creating with all this corn flakes and cinnamon sugar. But there's ice cream in there. I
0: just—it's Yeah, too man, much. hot fudge and whipped cream. Just yeah, give me I don't ice like cream any with of hot fudge.
1: Just give me vanilla ice cream with hot fudge. What do I need? Cinnamon sugar. It's fried and ice corn cream
0: flakes for because, and he, I don't
1: even know if it's corn flakes. That's just what he always says. So I assume he knows what he's talking about.
0: Well, he is the expert. Now, there, I disagree with you. I think it's a great fried ice cream is very solid. And I don't like it as much as Masenko, but it's really good. Now the fried ice cream cookie at Crumble is outstanding, but here's what I will tell you because Crumble cookie gets a lot of publicity around here. Insomnia cookie is the, to me, is the greater cookie. And I'm also, how much did you drop on Crumble cookie?
1: You know what? I can't remember. It's been a few weeks now. I think I got, I just got two cookies. I got a
0: I think I mean it's probably over 8 bucks then. I think Chocolate, it's like 4 chip and 4 450. I was Cookie. Don't yeah, tell me you used I a think, coupon. I know you didn't.
1: I didn't have a coupon. <laughs> I think uh, Insomnia Cookies the much better establishment.
0: Completely agree. To me. I yeah.
1: don't, I don't I wasn't enamored with the, the Crumble Cookie experience. I I won't be back. So.
0: Really? See, I, we like it enough to where we will be back but yeah, it's, it's not, at, like I said, not as good as insomnia. Now I do got to tell you a quick story. You go to Longhorn last night, Jenny and I, and <clears throat> you know, we feel the same way about Longhorn, very solid place. Now they've raised their prices just like everybody else. You're looking at probably around, depending, if you're getting a really quality steak, you're looking at it probably 30 bucks and I'm okay with that because typically you go free bread, you're getting a couple sides so, I get broccoli with cheese last night, yeah you ready for this? I'm ready they and I, the picture is going to be on the the uh, episode. They melted a piece of American cheese on the top of the broccoli come on, I mean, you can't do if and I said this to you earlier, if Applebee's does something like that i am still not happy, but you go. he charged me sixteen for a steak and a couple sides for Longhorn to do that is ridiculous, so the lady. I couldn't eat it. It was disgusting. I took a bite. I go, this, this is awful. I, I love American <laughs> cheese for the record. I think it gets a bad name. I love it on burgers. I love it on my, my omelets and things like that. You can't put American cheese on your nachos, and you can't put it on your broccoli with cheese. So the lady comes around. She asked me, hey, did, did you not eat the broccoli with the cheese without the cheese on it? Because there was a decent amount left. I go, no, you guys put American cheese on it. I couldn't eat it. It was it was really bad. She goes, oh, I'm sorry, we got rid of our cheese sauce. Okay, first of all, I don't know why you got rid of the cheese sauce, but you have cheddar cheese that you've melted on there before. It's still on your salads. You could have done that.
1: Don't they do loaded fries? (laughs)
0: Look, they do loaded fries as well, and it ain't. Have you said
1: that? I'm sorry. I was so lost in the American cheese thing on the broccoli. I didn't know. You didn't mention loaded fries. Don't they do loaded fries?
0: They do loaded fries. Do they do American
1: cheese on the loaded fries? I
0: assume they do the cheddar like they do. They've they've always done. So I don't know if it was a rookie chef or somebody made a mistake (laughs) back there. But there was a mistake that was made. So she comes back. She goes, hey, I uh, took that cheese off your bill. You know, and that is nice. Thank you. Okay. So our fifty dollar and sixty three cent meal turned into minus fifty cents, fifty dollars and thirteen cents. I just think something. How about let me let me bring you out another one, or how about another side? You, would you like another side? If yeah, if I and again, she she did something, but like fifty cents, you're almost halfway to a polar pop on a fifty dollar bill. I mean, I just that's not something I expected from Longhorn. I was pretty disappointed. Now that being said. I'm I'm not, you know, that's a solid place. I'm not giving it a food review today, but you know, I always like their Parmesan crusted chicken and steaks. Yeah. But I had to get that out there. I'm, there's some people on, you know, TikTok doing food reviews that are given mentions 9.9 reviews. Oh, 9.8. I, I'm going to give you the truth. I'm not going to just promote these places. I will, if it's great, but I'm, I'm going to make sure and, and tell you when they didn't, They messed it up.
1: 9.9 for Menchie's. 9.8. This this illusion that they invented the hamburger. I mean, that's the most ridiculous statement (laughs) I've ever heard. And we have somebody in the inner circle that's saying it's solid. Yeah. I mean, we're getting a text on the side saying, last three times, very solid. I mean, I love the guy, but
0: dang. I mean, we've gone there, like, us being from Green, we've gone there a long time. And I'm not going to sit here and bash the place and say it stinks. But to say that thing is any more than an average restaurant. I will. I'll say it stinks. I, (laughs) I don't think it's very good. I'll be honest with you. So I mean, I just I had to get that out there because it really bugged me.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, if I could uh, just hit Delmonico's last night, fantastic! Wow, absolutely fantastic! Make sure you get there. Uh, just a crazy good place, uh, awesome. Steak, I know we awesome had it
0: one time, probably what three years ago, four it's years ago. It's been a while, ago. yeah. Was, I haven't been back, but I mean, very good. So pricey, right? You, you got very pricey. You got to yeah. go in there knowing you're going to spend a little money. Yeah,
1: very pricey. But if you're prepared to spend a little bit. So, what did you go with the strip? I got the strip, yeah. Two strips, garlic mashed potatoes. We got, yeah, it was it was very solid.
0: Why so. are you down on the ribeye all of a sudden?
1: You know, I just, I've been into the leaner cut of meat lately. What's in your figure? We both know that's absolutely not true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was very solid. So, I know we got stuff to move on to, but just wanted to mention, make sure to get to the Almonicos.
0: Okay, fun. yeah. I mean, just, I love the ribeye. Now, I like the strip. And I'll mix in a strip, but I feel like you've been pretty loyal to the strip lately, such that it's
1: been a few year run of the strip, I yeah, think, here. Because you used but, to be with me on the ribeye, right? I don't I mean, I'll still get a ribeye from time to time. I don't hate ribeyes. I just yeah, I just the strip is now more wh- my where kind do you
0: have stick. the fillet rank? That's something I never get, just you know, bang for your buck. I don't think it's worth it. But I thought you, you mixed that in on occasion.
1: Only if I'm forced to go to Joe's and get a fillet because he doesn't <laughs> have any other options, I might get the fillet, but I suppose I think I've mixed it in. I'm more of a strip guy. I'll be honest. I don't mind, regardless of price. I don't really mind a sirloin a lot of places, especially if your parent like. That's what gets paired with a lot of stuff. I think is a sirloin and shrimp, a sirloin and lobster. Tail, I know. I feel like that's
0: the cheaper option. And here's what I'll tell you. Now I got the Renegade last night, which is Longhorns version. It's solid. I actually prefer the sirloin at Outback. To their ribeye. And that's the only place I can say that at. And I'm actually happy about that because it ends up saving you money. Alpex ribeye was one of the worst I ever had. Now, it still was decent, but, like, why would I pay extra money when I like the sirloin more? Right. Dude, I just...
1: No matter how many times we go, they just can't
0: have that prime rib ready for you. <laughs> I know that.
1: I'll take the prime rib. We're out. Jenny and I went the that's, other that's
0: day, great. and same thing happened. Yeah, I think great. I'm over my last five. And I'll be honest, like, I'm not even prime rib guy. I'd like to try it once. <laughs> now you're just
1: set on it. It's I just happen you need you to
0: try time. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll transition to the Super Bowl. We could, we could start, you know, as far as – because we're still on the stuff part of the show. Haven't lost um, – the females, yet, at least hopefully not. Um, so let's start, you know, the Super Bowl recap. I know you came in with pizza. I had we, – we had pizza as well. Um, and then, you know, a game of darts. What did you think – if we go to the halftime show, um, what did you think about the halftime show? Because, you know, I know Jenny was real excited um, for Usher – and I think he left a little bit to be desired, but what, what did you think?
1: Yeah, it was atrocious. <laughs> really? That bad? Uh, now, you know, we were distracted. Masenko with an absolute clinic on the dartboard.
0: Yeah, we played darts at halftime.
1: And that's, that's traditionally what we do. We'll get back there at halftime of a big game. We'll play some darts. And he hasn't had a lot of success historically, yeah. even in the home venue, as we're always at his place for those games. Put on an absolute clinic on the dartboard at half. Um,
0: Handed me my first uh, singles loss. First L, I think, yeah,
1: yeah in the building. Um, I thought Usher was atrocious. I didn't pay a whole lot of attention, uh, but I felt like every time we looked over there, he either wasn't singing. <laughs> I mean, he's, at one point, he's on roller skates. I don't know what's going on.
0: I mean, I think he like early on, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was like, play a song for like 10 seconds, move to the next yeah, one for 10 seconds. Yeah, it was real strange. Seconds. And
1: I think, what, Luda came out. I guess I was excited I, about I think, that. like, yeah,
0: you know, Lil John, Ludacris. Um, yeah. Everybody said that those guys did a lot better than he did. Um, and then who the heck's the – Alicia Keys, was that the one that came out and they did, like, the, the song and dance or whatever? That supposedly whatever. saved it as well. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so <laughs> I'd have to say g- give me a – I'm not a big halftime show guy. Yeah. G- give me a C on that.
1: I know the commercial stunk again. I don't understand – It's been years, I feel like, since we've had a good run. If I'm paying
0: millions of dollars for these commercials, I'm making it memorable and funny.
1: Yeah, same. I I don't know. Um, I know they stunk.
0: I think people say I'm too hard on it, but ultimately, if I'm spending that kind of money and I'm agreeing to put that out there, which, hey, Super Bowl, everybody's I think it was the most watched um, television in history, get something out there that's going to be funny and memorable. Yeah. I, or at least good. Like, I'm not on, you know, big on the heartwarming stuff, but at least something that people are going to like for the most part. I, I didn't think there was too many um, good commercials out there. I
1: didn't think so either. I'm being really negative this podcast, I feel like. You are, yeah. It just is it's, what it is. It, A lot, but hey, lot of gonna, stuff stunk. We're going we to speak the truth. Yeah,
0: for sure. Now, here's the thing you can't be negative about game went to overtime, double overtime, and. The Chiefs end up winning 25-22. Now, here's a question that gets asked a lot, but I think it's a good one. Did the, Do you think the Chiefs won it more or the 49ers lost it more? Did they blow it? Or do you think the Chiefs just went and took it from them? I, I, I'm
1: traditionally not a big this team blew the game. You know, okay. I mean, to say that you can just discount Pat Mahomes, you know, we – I know I'm beating a dead horse, but he's going to make plays. I think the 49ers were up 10 nothing, probably could have been up 17 nothing, and maybe that's the difference. They they get an extra point blocked as well, you know, and then maybe they win by one. But you, you go <laughs> to say that Mahomes just isn't going to make any plays. Those guys just aren't going to make any plays. He's never going to lead a touchdown drive. He's not going to score any points. I don't think you can say that. So I think it's – an unreal expectation to ask a 49ers defense for 10 to be enough or 17 to be enough. I mean, the chiefs, that chiefs team, no matter how down they were offensively this year, they're going to score points, especially in big games. I mean, they still got guys all over the field that can make plays. Kelsey still there, the yeah. offensive line's pretty good. And you got the best quarterback in football. So I don't think you can say the 49ers. I know we're going to get into this. The overtime was a little weird for me, 49ers wise, but I, I think you expect the Chiefs to make plays and score points at some point and and make it a close game.
0: You you know, I kind of look at it in two ways. I agree with you to an extent. But the thing that was crazy to me, so we talked about on the last show. Chiefs, the one thing they didn't do well is they didn't defend the run well. 22 carries for McCaffrey, probably the best back in the league, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, for certain. It 22
0: for 80 yards, 3.6 yards a carry. Debo Samuel, who I think is one of the most electrifying guys, went healthy. And I said, hey, 60 to 1 for him a few weeks ago on MVP. Didn't work out. He went three catches for 33 yards, three rushes for eight yards. Nothing going at all. And then here might be the most shocking one. We, we both like Kittle coming in. He was one of my best bets. Two catches, four yards on three targets. I have to bow down to the Chiefs' defense. They did it all season long. Yeah. And I'm going to say that defense won them the Super Bowl. Now, Patrick Mahomes was absolutely incredible down the stretch. But he didn't get a whole lot going early. I mean, No, for sure. Yeah, they, I mean, they held down. him down. And
1: they were like down you,
0: 10-0. Like you said, you're not going to hold Patrick Mahomes down. He is going to be – and this is great. I am the biggest Tom Brady guy out there. He's on a trajectory to at least be really close to him. Now, hey, I'm not sure how many more the guy can win. It's really hard. I know he's made it look easy. He's got three, and, and that guy has never not made it to the conference championship game. And I think they said he's never been, been beaten regulation. I know Tom Brady – or I think it was he didn't get the ball. Tom Brady gets in overtime. They go down and score. And I think it might have happened again. This guy's been absolutely unbelievable.
1: Did you? Did you? I don't mean Did you hear the stat about Brady has the second best record in the postseason, being down seven to nothing or more and coming back in games where he's played a postseason game and gotten down seven nothing or more. He's ten and eleven, I believe they said. Patrick Mahomes in eleven postseason
0: games where he gets down seven or more, he's nine and two. It's unbelievable. I mean, he. That's he really not even is close. He's insane, and like so here's my thing too, to give the chiefs even more credit. <clears throat> I said that Pacheco had to have a great game, 18 for 59, three yards of carry. No receivers really did a whole lot. Um, he really spreads around now, Travis Kelsey, he didn't do anything early. He, yeah, he got he, going late. He got it going late. he's obviously a stud. I'm not sure how much he has left in the tank as an elite guy, though. I mean, he, he didn't look elite in the back half. Of this year in the regular season. Sure. Now, probably conserve some energy for the playoffs and ended up working out fine. It's crazy to think that you go, they were one back to back titles. They're going to need some more guys, more weapons yeah, they need for it. Mahomes. I think, I
1: think receiver might be the biggest need on that team going into next year.
0: Yeah, for sure. But check out these numbers for Mahomes. I had a ticket on Harrison Bupker to win the MVP, Super Bowl MVP, 430-1. to one. I was going to win over two grand. He was very likely to win it when in overtime it was, uh, I think it was third and long and uh, for the 49ers. If they get a stop there, a field goal would win it. That would have been his fifth, including the longest field goal in NFL history and a game winner.
1: And the one that sent him to overtime.
0: Yeah. I thought I was very live to win that. And then Mahomes goes nuts in, in the overtime. Check out, 333 yards, two touchdowns, an interception, and then he went nine for 66 on the ground in a game where he was held down early. He still goes berserk. I mean, we're we're watching some greatness right now, and, and something that we might not see in in the rest of history. So just an amazing job by the Chiefs. I almost I, we talked. I go. I think they stole one this year.
1: Yeah. The yep.
0: whole year I was just waiting for it to all implode. In that whole game, I, I had a nice Chiefs ticket to win the Super Bowl. I didn't think they were going to win it. In play, I still ended up winning a decent amount, but I gave some back because I go, the Niners are winning this game. It just felt like they were going to win it. I thought it was their time, and they didn't get it done.
1: You know, you said it during the game, and I thought it was a great point. Near the end of the game where it appears that the Chiefs are going to win, You go. I don't know how many more that Patrick Mahomes and this team can win right now but if they win this one this year, you steal one. Yeah. So if they get a receiver and they sign or draft a guy here or there and they get him some help offensively on the on the edge, why can't they win two more over the next four seasons? Well, I mean, the
0: defense is loaded up. So what if next year they you know draft a receiver, maybe they sign a receiver that wants to win, and all of a sudden now the offense is clicking along with a great defense. They've never had great on both sides. Yeah. They could go easily now a team like them, they usually don't care about the regular season, but they could easily go fourteen and three with that shocky fifteen and two. No. If they got the offense going. And
1: we gotta talk how about I don't know if you're gonna bring it up. I know we we talked about it briefly. You asked me how I felt about the Niners taking the ball. Are we gonna discuss that? Yeah,
0: it was what I was going to next. Why don't we go ahead? I was gonna say yeah, would you have taken the ball in overtime? But-
1: I don't really have a problem taking the ball. I don't like taking the ball, so I pro- if I'm the Niners, I probably choose to play defense. But if you take the ball, you can't kick a field goal on fourth and four. You really took the ball first to drive down there and have a fourth and four and think that you're going to give Pat Mahomes the ball back after kicking a field goal and it's not going to end badly for you? I don't really care about taking the ball, but if you take the ball first and you're going to give Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense the ball back, I'm going on fourth and four to see if I can get seven. I have to get seven on the first possession. Isn't that my mindset? I must score a touchdown here or I'm giving the best quarterback in the NFL the ball back and he's got to score a touchdown to beat me. Like, I have a huge problem with them not going for it on fourth and four. That's where my problem lies. You want the ball, fine. Whatever, you can take the ball. Then you got to go for it and try and score a touchdown there. I think you cannot settle for a field goal there if, it's, if you're the 49ers, to me.
0: I mean, I don't know if the thinking there is if you kick the field goal, then a turnover, you automatically win the game, whatever. I, here's my thing. And I think people killed, killed Shanahan for, for doing that. Now, the one thing that looks really bad is the Chiefs and their players. They talked about it all the time. They, they, they said they prepared for that the whole week. 49ers guys didn't even know the rules. Right. Now, I don't understand how you don't know the rules as a professional athlete. That's your job. You make millions of dollars. So it's hard for me to believe. Here's why I, I won't kill them. The defense needed a break, and they, the offense was perfect. They gave them plenty. They, they went down, long drive, slow drive, and it gave their defense a rest. But like you said, they didn't punch it in. You had to go down and score. You have to score a touchdown there. And then Shanahan also said, well, our analytics department said, if we score a TD, they score a touchdown, and we'll, you know, or it's a field goal, field goal, then we get it and it's sudden death, and it's the old school rules of we go down and kick a field goal, it's over. Okay. But like everybody said, they're going to go for two. Because if I'm the Chiefs and I have Patrick Mahomes, I can kick it here and take it to sudden death and give them the ball, or I'm just gonna put it all, the whole ball of wax on my best player, the, the best, best player, player in on the league. The field.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can put it on him to win the game.
0: <clears throat> and that's what they said they were gonna do. And I think we could all use common sense. And that's where the analytics, it's for a lot of these guys that get tired of analytics. And I think it needs to be used. But you see it in baseball too. You know, Oakland A's and Moneyball stuff's great in 162 game sample size. When it's the playoffs, it's a small sample size. Football, it's the playoffs, man. So if analytics say that, cool. They're also going off the basis that you're facing Matt Stafford one game. You're facing Deshaun Watson one game. Right. Joe Flacco one game. You're facing Mahomes. So to me, all that goes out the window. Now, if it was, God, we would have normally gone, you know, done it a different way, but we are so tired defensively. You know your team, and I'm not going to criticize you for Absolutely. that. But you don't go in there saying, well, you know, the analytics department said it would probably be better. Nobody – this is new, and a lot of people didn't even know that these were the rules. But, man, it, I just don't – it came off as they were not prepared and the Chiefs were prepared. Yeah, they, they ran off the field. You know, Mahomes was mic'd up and says, they want the ball. Like, they were shocked.
1: Did you see the clip of his face? They slowed down his <laughs> – They zoom in on his face during the coin toss to start overtime. And when the Niners say they want the ball, I can't describe to you the look on his face. It's just this look of – it's almost like he knows in his head we're winning. Yeah. And, again, neither of us are killing Shanahan and the Niners for taking the ball. That's fine. Your defense needed rest. and whatever. But you have to score a
0: touchdown. And also, if they punch it in there for a score, I don't even know if it's the wrong play because then – the Chiefs score now it's 50-50 cuz i think the two point conversion rate this year was like just over 48%. Yeah. So you now it's a 50-50 chance. Now again, analytics, it's Mahomes, so it's probably 70-30. Sure. They're not the Chiefs don't always get it on, you know, fourth and short. No. So but his face reminded me of you and me's face when that person took AJ Green number 1 overall on our fantasy draft in the draft family the fantasy time. league. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> That was what it reminded me of. Okay, well, t- you know, a, a real confused but happy face. All right. So one more thought about uh, football here before we move on, or at least this game. So Steve Wilkes, by the way, not, personally seems like a great guy from what everybody says. Don't think he's a very good coach necessarily, but he gets fired after giving up 19 in regulation to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. What's your thoughts on that? You think, He should have been or no? No.
1: Gave up 19 points in the Super Bowl to the best player in the league and the defending Super Bowl champs. No, he shouldn't have. Now, if they make a splash higher, that's great. But And I hate to come back to it because we talk about it every other episode.
0: Who are you going to get? I got to imagine they can get somebody good.
1: I hope. Yeah. You would think. But you, you better because, you know, I'm not the biggest Steve Wilkes guy, but I didn't think they – I mean, they played pretty well on defense. Held those guys scoreless in, the what, the first quarter. They were up 10 nothing. Yeah. I mean, it, it isn't like they got blown out 35-14. You go, oh, man, some changes need made.
0: I think it just shows you how tough the coaching business is. Bill Belichick was told, no, thank you.
1: He's not coaching this year. It appears.
0: Yeah, and you go, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's very humbling for me. You just – you know, high school baseball coach, you go – If Bill Belichick, they could tell him, though, none of us are – it doesn't matter what you do, how hard you work. For sure. What you've accomplished. It's a big-time, what-have-you-done-for-me-lately business.
1: And you talk about, even just at the high school level, like a completely different animal, completely different universe than coaching the NFL. But, you know, you've heard stories about – and I won't name any names, but people winning district titles in sports and being told by administration at the high school level, Hey, we've taken a look at the guys coming back and you better get to Columbus and win the whole thing, or we're looking for a new coach. And you go, Yeah. Boy, that's a pretty steep hill to climb at any level, especially at the high school level with the open door, like people leaving, people coming in, you have no idea what you're getting with kids, you have no idea how they're gonna develop, you know, kids develop differently, and you get told something like that. So I think coaching across the board getting pretty tough to hang on somewhere for an extended period of time.
0: No doubt. You know, one last thought on the NFL or you know. I looked at this, my way too early pick for next season. Is there any teams out there that you think, you know, who is the team or or two teams that you're looking at next year to win it all? And uh, I could start if you want.
1: Yeah, if you want to go.
0: You know, this is – I mean, the Chiefs. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't think that last year, but until they prove me otherwise, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to say – it's really obvious, and I don't think they're actually the favorite. I think it is the 49ers, but the Chiefs plus 650 right now, I'm not going to lay it, you know, put any money down on it. It's a long time away. But, like, if you said gun in your head, who's winning? Chiefs.
1: Yeah, and, you, I mean, the Ravens come to mind in the AFC. That Chiefs team ran them over in the AFC title game. I mean, they kept it close,
0: though, at the end. I mean, okay,
1: but they dominated that game from start to finish. You never felt like the Ravens were in any way going to win that game. At least I didn't. When I watched
0: that game, it
1: didn't feel like they had a shot from the start.
0: They lose their defensive coordinator. He did an amazing job this year. Yeah. And I'm not saying they can't do it, but you you see, like, the Eagles lost their two coordinators this year. they They struggled. They started well, but then, man, they were train wrecked down the stretch. I don't
1: think that. There are a lot of people saying the Lions are going to take a step back. I don't think they're going to take a step back.
0: I did until Ben Johnson stayed. That's
1: what I'm saying. I think, I think that Lions team is intriguing out of the NFC. It's hard to get there twice uh, in a row. I know you know the Chiefs, we both agree, they got to be the favorite out of the AFC, regardless of what the people in Vegas say. I think that Lions team is very intriguing. I think they got a shot to make a run at it next year again.
0: One last thing for me here. Here's the best, in my opinion – so I think the Chiefs, but if you're looking for pure value, and I'm about to throw a little money on this, now you got to shop around because it's as low as twenty-five to one, but I saw 32 and a half to one on the Chargers. Now, you're giving me Jim Harbaugh paired with Justin Herbert. Now, hey, some people will say, hey, Herbert's overrated, never takes any part of the plan. I saw that guy dominate as a rookie. So Jim Harbaugh comes in the places. And it typically doesn't take him too long to figure it out. Now, hey, I'm not saying he'll get it going great the first year. You're giving me close to 33 to one on my money. I could throw down, you know, 50 bucks. And when, you know, close to seven, you know, 1700, whatever it is. I'm going to, I'm looking at doing something like that. I think that that was something that is really intriguing to me. I feel like if you tell me that Joey Bosa and those, that
1: defense can stay healthy, then I'd really be with you, but I just have no faith in those guys to stay healthy. They they get banged <laughs> up every year, it seems like. Bosa, I don't even know how many games he played this
0: year. I know, but I think Nick Bosa gets hurt too a lot. I mean, it's – can you get lucky and stay healthy and then you – know, I do like
1: that. Like, Harbaugh's going to turn that team around, I think, pretty quickly.
0: I do too, and that's why I figured give, take a shot on it. Yeah, and that's pretty good value. They, they steal a playoff game or two, and now you can make profit either way. Yeah. So, maybe a little bit of a rapid fire – um session here. So first of all, the Cavs, they have been unbelievable lately. 36 and 17, 9 and 1 in their last 10 games. Right now, the season ended today, they'd be the two seed. They're doing an unbelievable job. You know, some some guys that have done great this year, Mitchell, Mobley, Garland. What do you think? How far can they make it in the playoffs?
1: I think they can make a run. I think the old adage, you know, we always used to talk about the NBA, you gotta stink. Then you get players in the draft. Then you got to get to the playoffs, but you got to lose early and learn how to win. I don't know if that's how you have to do it, but they certainly made an earlier exit last year than everybody anticipated. But you take a look at the reason why. Didn't play great defensively. They're playing pretty solid defensively right now. Mobley not taking the next step. It certainly seems like he's starting to play better. Garland and Mitchell always felt a little weird last year. They weren't playing off each other great. I think they split some time where – Then you had Garland trying to come off the bench. They weren't keeping them on the floor together, uh, you know, all the time. Those two guys are playing off each other really well right now. I think the problems you saw last year are getting remedied. I think they can make a run, and Boston's going to be a problem. There's certainly some strong teams in the East. That Bucks situation is so weird. Doc Rivers in there, what is he, 1-5 or 1-6 or something? I mean – it just Low seems
0: start. like I think he got a few more wins okay. after that, but they just it's, seem it's like they're great. a little
1: out of sync. I just I feel like the Cavs do have it in them to make a run. I'd love to see it. Um, you know, I don't think they're going to come out of the East and go to the finals, uh, but boy, prove me wrong. I'd love it if they did.
0: Well, a show I've talked about on here that I love follow the money. A couple of weeks ago, said you need to take the Cavs to win the division at eight to one. I didn't do it. <clears throat> then they said it's four to one. Do it. I didn't do it. They have the easiest schedule in basketball remaining. the rest of the season. The Bucks have one of the hardest. So I don't think division championships are a very big deal in basketball. Sure, yeah. But, man, I'm upset I missed out on right. that. <laughs> I will say, you know, I, I was looking at some stuff, and Mitchell, 28-5-6, having a great year. It Garland, 18-2-6, awesome. 29 games. Mobley, 16, 10, and 3 and 30 games. So, those guys haven't even been there the whole time. And they're, making, they're still winning games. The one thing I really liked is I think like six or seven guys have close to three assists. So, they're playing really good team basketball. I just question – I can't get last year out of my head. What, they lost in five to the Knicks, right?
1: Yeah. I, I just – it looked, it looked terrible doing it. And they, they went
0: on a really good run last year in the regular season. Yeah. Now, you've addressed some of the things that they, they're they doing well that they didn't last year, but I really worry. I, I, I'm going to say maybe they went around. I can't imagine them getting past the second round. And, again, maybe that's just because I can't get last year out of my head, but obviously the Celtics got to be the favorite. They're, they're loaded. But I don't love their coach. So we'll see. I, I'll be curious to see how it plays out. Um, but definitely a really solid team.
1: Well, I think we're up to, and don't, don't check us on this, million and a half or two million fans now. It's seriously, a lot. Seriously, a, don't check us. Don't check the numbers. It's something just about trust team, like, us. Yeah, it's a don't lot. Don't get me confused. I'm not saying the Bucks stink or that the Bucks <laughs> aren't going to make a run or that Giannis <laughs> is washed up or any other ridiculous stuff. You, I'm just saying they seem to be reeling a little bit with the coaching change, maybe at the right time for the Cavs to take advantage.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, moving on quickly here, Ohio State fire Chris Holtman. Um, not, it hasn't had really a good, I think, 12, 13 months. Are you okay with them doing it midseason? I know we got some buddies that didn't like that.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. I, I'd have waited. I don't really think there's an advantage to doing it now. You can't interview guys. You can't meet with guys during the season. Gene Smith spoke on that. I don't really see the point. now. I don't know how it goes with guys who aren't in the game right now, but I don't really get – I mean, what do you got? Three weeks left? Two weeks? Three weeks? But,
0: but I'm going to play devil's advocate here. You can make an argument that he's really lost the locker room, and it, it's been not even just this season but last season. Ever since that, what, I don't know what they called it. They played they, – they took Purdue down to the wire last year. We talked about this with some of my friends at school. They end up losing a real close one to a really good Purdue team. The next game they played, I think it was Minnesota, and it was like an all-access in the locker room in the huddle. Holtman looked really bad. Um, He didn't do a lot of coaching, and it looked really awkward. And ever since that moment, the team has really gone downhill, I feel like. And, you know, I hate – like, I'm not fire the coach guy. We're both coaches. Yeah. But, you know, my argument would be, if you've really lost the locker room, it's time to try something different, at least – you know, getting, getting these guys to play hard. Now they did win. What was it? A double overtime game, you know, two games ago. Then he loses his final game to Maryland and then they get rid of him. But yeah, I, you know, I don't love it, but I'm not like sitting here saying, Oh man, I'm really glad they fired him mid but man, he's really had a bad 12 months. It's man. been bad.
1: And I guess that would be the argument. I mean, if it's toxic or you feel, I mean, I, I guess, you know, you certainly have to make a move under certain circumstances, it's very toxic. He's not good for the kids. You know, there's a lot of rumblings about like things going on that shouldn't be going on, whatever. Yeah. But if you, if, if he looked bad during an adjustment and, and all access in the locker room and stuff last year against Purdue, is that what you're
0: saying? They, no, it was the game after the Purdue game where they played them really tough. And people were like, okay, we, we look pretty good this season. This was last year.
1: Okay, what do you bring him back this season for? You know what I mean? But they just gave him an the, extension, yeah, right? Just make the or, move like, in the off season I like couldn't everybody agree with, everybody thought you should. I couldn't agree with you Get more there. There's somebody else in here. And, and
0: yeah. that's what we're like it almost looks like we're you know, that was like not it was an incompetent move I thought by giving him an extension. He hadn't done early on, I know he was doing more with less. And that's great. But part of your job in college is recruiting. So then you need to get better players, and then they need to produce. They had the really early exit, and the one and done in the year where they were, I think they were a 2C. They lost in the first round. You just never really did anything that blew you away. But this, you know, it's kind of crazy. We're obviously a football powerhouse. It's amazing that basketball and even baseball, like I feel like they're never really loaded in. I'm not sure about the other sports, like, you know, we might have a heck of a fencing team or something, but I don't know about <laughs> Men's those Men's volleyball
1: is always loaded. Is it loaded? Day. Yeah. They're loaded in wrestling. Hockey,
0: whatever. But yeah. the sports that I follow, basketball and then, you know, baseball, feel like they never really get it going, and that's kind of crazy. They seem like they would have the resources, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we've said they should be in the top 25 on a r- very regular basis. <clears throat> They should be competing for Big Ten championships. I know they're never gonna be a basketball blue blood, they're never be they're never gonna be Kentucky or Duke. It's a football school, but it's Ohio State. I mean, you should be in the top twenty five, you should be going to the Sweet Sixteen fairly regularly, not every year, but you should be competing. I mean, they did that in the Thad Mata years. Yeah. What changed? Right. I don't understand what changed. You need somebody in there that can recruit and can coach these kids.
0: Real quick, anybody that you'd like to see get that job? Yeah,
1: it is a 0% chance that it happens, but I would love for them to offer Jay Wright whatever he wanted. The, yeah. the success he had at Villanova, he's been out of the game. I don't think there's any chance that happens, but he if I could pick one guy, that's who it would be. I'd love to see Jay Wright come to Columbus. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think there's any chance I'm it happens. I'm with you. But-
0: that, that would be my first choice as well, and I also don't think it's going to happen. On 11 Warriors, they had – You know, 11 guys you'd like to see. He was one of them. And then two other guys that I I would like, Sean Miller and Greg McDermott, if you could could get any of those
1: Yeah, McDermott, Miller, yeah, Sean McDermott. The other guy I heard, uh, Lamont Paris, I think, from South Carolina, what he's done at South Carolina in the SEC. Yeah. Somebody floated Cal from – he's going to leave Kentucky. I would love that for the record. I I disagree with you, I think. Why? Dude, he's lost it down there. He doesn't – he hasn't adapted the game. He doesn't recruit. He's not even recruiting well at Kentucky. I mean, they're getting some kids, but he doesn't use them the way he's supposed to be using them. He doesn't – Okay, but you're like getting they don't studs, play the, though. Okay, but they don't play the game. You're getting rid of Chris Holtman because of an issue with X's and O's is one of the big things. He's just not coaching. He's not recruiting. He's not coaching. Okay, Cal's going to recruit. That's great. It's like they don't shoot – they don't play the game the way the game is played these days. He's going to recruit
0: just, the hell out of it, though. I, I,
1: I Listen – Again, some of our 2 million followers, I don't want anybody to get confused at what I'm saying. <laughs> I would take Calipari, but he wouldn't. he's not my first
0: choice. Okay. He's definitely up there for me. I, now, I think that's a dream scenario. Yeah, I don't think he's coming either. But Now, let's transition to another sport where I whoop in all the time. So, <laughs> on to golf. Um, oh, Tiger Woods withdraws from the Genesis the other day for sickness. Just, you know, it's sad to watch. The guy's 48 years old now can he win another major or even another tournament? You see that?
1: I would say, and you know, first of all, anybody who wants to come watch me and you play against each other in golf, I'll pay for the cart fee. I'll just <laughs> put that out there. If anybody would like to come watch it and have you back up what you just said that you whoop me all the time, I'll, I'll pay you for the cart the feed, majority of the time, and they can ride along with us and watch as it, oh, the, now it's the majority of the time, eighty okay. percent, I'd say. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I would say – you know me, for a long time I joked about going down with the Tiger Woods ship that he was going to you know, win another major, and he did. I think that there are tournaments out there he could probably squeak out if he can get a weekend where his back doesn't spasm or whatever. And, you know, some of these early tournaments, a lot of guys don't play. A lot of these guys have gone to live. I mean, Rahm's playing live. Dustin Johnson's playing live. Bubba, Watson, all these guys. And then you get the Spieths and the Schefflers and these guys who stayed with the PGA Tour. Some of these early tournaments they don't even play in, right? So I think that if he enters a, you know, a, an early tournament where the field's a little light, puts together a good couple of days, could he win one? It's hard to say no about Tiger Woods winning a tournament in, on the PGA Tour. I don't think he's beaten a stacked major field anymore. Yeah, I mean. It wasn't even the leg. Yesterday, it was his right. back. Really? Yeah. So you go. So it's not even this mangled leg that he's limping on for eighteen holes and has to deal with. It. It's now his back spasming, and that like, it just seems to me like he's about done.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. Which is sad to see, because still a really big draw.
1: Great for the sport.
0: It's just hard, like, to imagine these guys are getting so much older, and you know they always show that <clears throat> highlighted Jack. Jack went in at 46 years old, the major, and how crazy that was. Dude's two years older than he was. Yeah. Now, Mickelson won one at 50, but he actually – I think he was getting into better shape, and it's like he's – Tiger's falling apart. Yeah, yep. So, on to the best bets section here. You had a good Super Bowl. I did not. So, uh, you go two (laughs) and one, and you are three and three overall, and you are completely even on units. um. You got anything for us today?
1: Yeah, I got. I'll, you know, it's a little late. We, I I didn't know if we were going to do this. Uh, it's two o'clock. The game I think just tipped, so nobody's going to get anything from this. <laughs> but uh, I got a three unit play on Duke at minus five and a half against Florida State. I three, love three units. I love Duke today against Florida. I think, I believe they're at Florida State, five and a half point favorites. Uh, I know you've had a ton of success betting Duke.
0: Yeah, they turn into the Washington Generals every time <laughs> I bet them, but
1: I might have to. You know to... what's sad is I don't know how many people are going to know who the Washington Generals are I but know, anyway. Right? And <laughs> I'll, I'll give you another one. I'll, I'll, it's a one-unit play for tomorrow. I'm, the line isn't out for some reason, but if the Buckeyes are a double-digit dog against Purdue tomorrow, I'll take the Buckeyes with the points.
0: So, this is a contingent play if the line hits yeah, double Yeah, the line figures, has to be
1: double digits. Barry um, will
0: take that for a one-unit play. Yeah,
1: I, I just – I think they play a little inspired. You see that a lot. A coaching change kind of shakes things up, new voice. They play a little inspired. They're not beating Purdue, that's for sure. But I think they'll hang with Purdue and uh, with it be within 10 of, in that game.
0: All right, well, thankfully I tore it up in the Super Bowl. Boom. Two and five. All right. Um. I hit Mahomes over 25-and-a-half, which was nice. Yep. Uh, Elijah Mitchell does not win the MVP. <laughs> Two rushes for eight yards. How do you not win Listen, it for that? I That's...
1: thought for sure he was getting it done.
0: <laughs> I mean, that is a bad beat there. Um, clear Gatorade. So, how about if you had no bath or purple, you cash on either of those because it was on, wasn't was on national TV. Yeah, it was late. So, and hey – Hats off to the sportsbooks. They did pay out purple as well, because they hit them with the purple later. So they, that's a nice thing. They did people right. They did what they were supposed they did to did do. Right. They yeah. did us right. They did us right. Uh Kittle over fifty and a half. You know that was a loser. Oh Lord. Uh McCaffrey over 89 and Mahomes over three and a half rush attempts. Mahomes, yes. Uh McCaffrey, no. So that's a loss. Oh boy. And Pacheco anytime T D. That was also a loss. Taking the grand total record to and down, 15.78 units. So hopefully your units are a dollar.
1: But we get it all turned around starting this afternoon.
0: But, yes, I got it. I got your back today. Check this out. Ready to go. Some really good plays. So I know everybody is a huge fan of watching the NBA All-Star game like Uh, I am.
1: Just can't wait for the
0: game. I'm taking Steph Curry over 21.5 points at minus 115 for a unit to me he's the best shooter in the world and they're not going to play defense the first three quarters so I got to go with Steph over there and then I'm going to fade Steph Curry have you seen this they're doing a three-point shootout with him and some WNBA player named Sabrina I don't even want to try and pronounce her last name. yeah and she doesn't
1: she get to shoot from the WNBA line, and he shoots from the NBA line. And Is she uses the, the WNBA small ball. ball, and he yes. uses the NBA.
0: So you're going to get Sabrina at plus 165. So I'm taking Sabrina for a one-unit play, <laughs> getting the small ball oh and the additional my gosh. to shock the world. I think that line tells you she's got a pretty good chance.
1: So wow. I'm going
0: with her. Okay. And then I also – When's that taking place? Is that tonight? That's tonight, yeah. Okay. And then my two-unit play of the day is NBA All-Star game over 363.5. Now, hear me out. A lot of times this number is too juiced up. Okay. And they have taken advantage of the general public because of the Elam ending. That's where there wasn't a whole lot of scoring in the fourth quarter. The Elam ending is out. They're not so doing it? They're not doing it this year. So now we got another, we got about three and a half quarters of people not playing any defense. Now they'll tighten up late, but they're not going to play any defense. So I believe we got a chance to get to 400. Oh so I already gosh. threw in a nice sized bet on over 363 and a half. So just, you know, getting your knowledge, inside knowledge here. And I'm sure John Wallace knew this already, but the Elam Ain't ending no doubt. is not taking place in this year's All Star. I love the Elam ending. I'll tell you I, something else.
1: That's three and a half quarters of no defense I'll watch and a half a quarter of defense that I also will not be watching tomorrow night. <laughs> I, I'm I'll serious. watch the stuff tonight. I could not be less interested in that
0: game. Than I'll more. watch the stuff tonight, and, boy, I love it, man. I love the Austin. game. I don't game. understand I how that's blast. possible. Ugh. But uh, Well, like I said, going forward, it's a reminder to everybody, starting next week, likely we'll have a show out. Try and get one out every Sunday night, um, Monday morning. And – probably be shorter and we're obviously into a slower part of the sports world. Anyway, um, probably won't be able to have Steve on as much, but hopefully we, I mean, it's go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's been, uh, it's been good having Steve on now. I've had to carry him in a lot of ways. (laughs) But what's new, um, what's new? Yeah. What's new, you know, <laughs> but no, I appreciate you being on Steve. Hopefully we can have you on again soon, but I know it, schedules are going to get tricky going forward and things like that. But Thanks, anything, man. uh, any last words to the
1: audience? I thought we were doing best sports day. We just zoomed right past that.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. I missed that. Hey, so let's, we'll hit it real quick. So if somebody told me the other day, Hey, you know, I think a couple people had told me, man, your favorite day of the year, the super bowl. I go, I like it. It's definitely not my favorite, it's not your though. Favorite day of the year. There, there's a lot of other sports days I hold higher. Now it's fun. We all get together, whatever. So, so what, uh,
1: so what is it? What what is Mr. Assisi's <laughs> favorite sports day of the year?
0: Now, my favorite sports day of the year is. It's not really a named day, so I went back. My two best of the rest, March Madness, either that Thursday or Friday, That's with one all that came the games. To my mind. Yep, I love that. Yep. And then I really like either divisional week or NFL championship Sunday because there's two huge games. Like, I want more games, I want the whole day to be fun. But my number one day, and it can vary from year to year. This year, hear me out October 7th, it was a Saturday, full college football slate. Okay. You got games from noon to 3 a.m. with the Hawaii kick, and then there was four playoff baseball games. To me, there is nothing better than those days where I have six TVs down here. That's not enough. I got got every TV with something meaningful, and I'm like, oh, my God, I could have something else. That would have to be my favorite because there was the most meaningful games the same day.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. March Madness came to mind, too, that first Thursday, Friday, March Madness run where there's just... 32 games, like just insanity. Love it. Um, for me, I think it's – I'm such a big – and I know you are too. I'm such a big Buckeye football guy. That first weekend of Buckeye football, and, and but you got like baseball's winding down a little bit and the pennant races are starting and like division, divisions are being decided. You're getting into the playoff picture. That's hard to beat for me waking up on that first Saturday knowing yeah. I've got baseball and i've got buckeye football i got to take a look at what they're going to look like this year for the first time that's a great day i think uh, i'll throw one at you here if we have time before we end yeah, yeah. we spoke just briefly about it i want best sports day in the history of the existence of andy racisci i'll give you mine it's uh, i believe it was june 19th 2016 we're coming off a huge scramble victory in the previous days might have been the day before We win a scramble, big scramble. Yeah, It's a cash prize. Corey Moeller goes nuts about cheaters, and we win. Uh, (laughs) Somebody tried to cheat us out of the money, and and God bless you, Corey. You have absolutely no problem standing up for us and, and voicing your displeasure, and we win a huge scramble. Dustin Johnson wins the U.S. Open, his first major. He's my favorite golfer. That Sunday afternoon, June 19th, or into the evening, And then June 19th is the night the Cavs win the NBA championship for the first time. That little 48-hour period we had just culminating in June 19th. My favorite basketball team wins the only title in my lifetime in Cleveland. My favorite golfer wins his first major. We're riding high off a scramble victory. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think that's also the year I went nuts in fantasy. That was just a great sports year. You know what? Just give me your best sports, sports year, year, best yeah, sports yeah. month, best sports day. Let's just go another half hour.
0: I, I For me personally, I don't have as much, but like I would say when the Lakers beat the Celtics in game seven, that's the most nervous I've pro- probably ever been for a single game because I knew that would be Kobe's defining legacy. I mean, that was the last guy that like I lived and died with every game he played in. Yeah, and had he he didn't shoot it well that game. If they would have lost that game, he would not be looked at to, in my opinion the same way.
1: I agree. And he had lost to them previous, right? Yeah, two years he before, had two years ago, he had lost to the. They Celtics.
0: They lost to the Celtics. It was you know without Shaq, and they were saying he couldn't do it without Shaq. Then they beat the Magic the next year. Yep, 09. beat him in five. Yep. Yeah, and that was that was a. A really good sports day too because he got the one without Shaq. But the next year, I mean, you see the pictures. Now he had a nice team around Gasol was also obviously a stud. Yeah. But people go, oh man, Lamar Odom. He's a zero time all-star. Derek Fisher right. got shot in 30 some percent for his career. For sure. He had some good guys around him. But um Smush Parker on those teams? No, Smush was long gone. <laughs> but but yeah, so that would be mine. And then there was a day, I know Alex Stevanov, who listens from time to time. When we won the Hot Stove State Championship back when we were 12, yep. that same night the Indians on Sunday night baseball were down, like, what, 12 to the Mariners? Yeah, and they came back and, and they won. they came back and won that yep, night. Sure. So, I would have to say that was a heck of a sports day, too. But yeah. that was definitely a good question to end you know, up. You know, that
1: 16 day, too, is the Indians end up going to the World Series and should beat the Cubs that year. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that day in 16 in June, everybody's playing well. Guys are winning. The Cavs win the title. That, that day was incredible. So.
0: No doubt. Hey, thanks for uh, bringing, I forgot all about that. That was something I was looking forward to talking about. Yeah, no problem.
1: I know I got to keep you in line from time to time. Yeah, you know, it it is what it is. You're lost without (laughs) me.
0: Well, hey, I appreciate you again being here. I appreciate the audience listening. And yes, we're going to go to a new format, but uh, hopefully you guys will continue to listen and I hope everybody has a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.